dude, this thing just happened. People are saying things about me that aren't true. It seems if I just, if I fight back, it makes it worse. I just, I just know what to do. Very well. I understand. Here's what you do. You've got to move it, move it. You've got to move it, move it. You've got to move it, move it. Move it. Welcome to today's process. <laughs> the made case. Stand up, push forward. Let's light the lantern. Welcome to the Understory Lawyer Podcast, where creators build the classic American business with the following principles. One, build a platform. Two, your family is the strategy. Three, self-reliance. Four, the golden rule. And five, commerce that revolves around actually making something. Admission to the Understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Lift like the lantern. What is up, creator? Be you an underst- understory against your will or be you in the understory of your own choosing? Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. So I'm fired up to talk to you today. Back on track, back on track. So I did a little singing in the intro, which is it's sort of the singing in the intro is sort of a uh, a filtering mechanism for me, because if you listen to that and, you're, and you just have you don't make it to hear, you don't make it to me talking to you right now for the message, for the wisdom, then um, we're not a good fit. You're too serious. You take things too seriously. But we're going to talk about kind of a serious topic and make it unserious, which will allow you to uh, do what you got to do. So I have a premise for you. I have a theory of the case. And the theory of the case is this, is that a case can be made against anyone for anything. And if you have, if you were going to run a platform and you want to basically do anything, right? You want to influence people, I don't know, to like open a community garden or you want to influence people to do like an ABBA slash Bee Gees combined cover band. I don't know. Something like that. You're going to have people who are going to who are going to uh, uh, automatically come out and have something to say about it. I'll give you an example. (laughs) I did like this off. I never do comments, but when I do comments, I do kind of like squirrely ones. And so I can't remember what I watched. I, I watched some video on on something and I threw a comment on there about it was something about the supply chain. I was like, yeah, I was like, if you want to get a bread maker, the time to probably get a bread maker is now. And the reason is, is they're going to become more expensive and they're going to be hard to get. Like you, you can't get a refrigerator now for like months and months and months. So any kind of appliance in the near future is going to be hard to get. And some some douchebag in the comments said, well, a bowl of a bowl, a, a bowl is just fine. A bowl and some water is just fine. And uh, and so like missing my point, right? Like, if you, yeah, you can you can use a mixing bowl and you can spend all your time mixing your bread. I just like throwing and everything in there and letting it do all the work for me because I'm a lazy cook. All right. How about that? I have time. I don't have time on my hands just to be kneading dough all day, douchebag. So. Some even if you say something as innocuous as, yeah, I mean, if, if you probably want to buy a bread maker, you should buy one now, right? Well, a bowl is just fine. <laughs> so the the point that I'm making is that if you have any amount of content online anywhere, and most of you or almost all of you do, from because we all got onto social media back when it was like, hey, look, there's pictures of my food, and we're all like talking to each other, and now it's just a it's just a landscape of hate, uh, no matter what you say. People are going to be able to make a case against you for whatever they want. This is why this is why the media cannot be trusted. So, for example, like when I I, I had some media interviews for um, 
when I, I wrote a bill to uh, bring expungement relief to victims of human trafficking in Virginia because there there wasn't a bill like that. And I was like, oh, I got this bill. And, and through a Forrest Gumpian series of events, I was able to get a sponsor in the House and a sponsor in the Senate. Now, that bill got swept up into an ominous bill and uh, something got passed the next year, which had I had nothing to do with because I was like, all right, I've been cut out of the process, which is fine. Um, and my bill, I, I think, helped set the stage for some really good things that, that Virginia is now doing. So it's like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll take that. But I had some media interviews, right? And so for the video, for like the TV interview, I wasn't that worried about it because I was like, all right, just make sure that you don't say anything that can cut. You'd be cut in a way that makes you look like a dipshit. So I was like, all right. So I, I, I kind of know how to do that. But then for the, um, and still they can probably do it, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't enough time. They only interviewed me for, you know, I don't know, like seven minutes. So it's hard to do that in seven minutes, but I had some print interviews. And so what I kept doing on the print interviews was, is my, my, my strategy was, is I kept going on the record and off the record, like every three minutes. And so it was like very confusing as of what, what was on the record and what was off the record. And still, like, there's nothing off the record. If someone wants to print something on the record and you're a nobody, they're going to do that. But I was that was my strategy. It seemed to work. I didn't turn like a dipshit. But nobody nobody in the media can be trusted. Just just understand that. Nobody. Not Fox News. Not CNN. The corporate media is completely compromised. Uh, it's completely pro- compromised by the Uniparty. And it just cannot be trusted at any level, way, shape, or form. Now, you may identify a personality on your corporate media of choice that you have some faith in, and that's fine. Um, but just realize the trust horizon on that's pretty far. And they, you know, the, the, the few episodes that they do allow for high production value and which engenders high trust without a lot of exposure. So. Like, so if, but some of them are branching out and doing their own podcast, doing long form, and that's helpful because then, you know, it's harder to hide in long form podcasts. Okay. So anyways, that one's for free, but so a case can be made against you and you make your own case against yourself if you are an authentic creative collaborator. So this is episode 584. I guarantee you, if you wanted to make a case against me for anything, anything. Whatever, whatever the problem of the day is, you could probably go back, listen to all the episodes, pull it and make a case and, the, and then convince people who don't haven't listened to the podcast that I'm like the Antichrist, like I'm a terrible person that I'm like about to go, you know, go join some neo-Nazi battalion somewhere in a foreign country. Right. Like, no, like, no. So I'm not. But you could convince it. And so why do I tell you this? Well, it's a, we live in a different world. The world that you used to live in. 10 years ago, where shame was a real thing and it was really something to be concerned about because the the sort of the polite society still was on the fumes of an actual polite society, right? Like there were social boundaries that were in place that were good guardrails so people didn't get too squirrely and kind of kept everybody, kind of kept everybody so that we could all interact with each other in a safe place. And there was a little bit of give if you were made mistakes, there was some grace, and then, but the guardrails existed. So it was important. Like you didn't want anybody to call you a racist 15 years ago. Cause that meant you were probably a racist, right? Like people didn't throw that, that word around, um, very rarely. So like the people that were called out racists were like bona fide racists. Okay. Like for the most part, 15, 20 years ago, right now though, people throw that word around like it's candy. It doesn't mean anything. And so what's going to happen is, is that, and it's the method, it's the, it's the chosen method of disagreement is to smear and belittle your opponent and not actually talk about 
the whatever it is that they're talking about. So if you're going to have a platform, if you're going to publish, um, when you start to get influence, when you start to actually get any kind of audience, when you start to have any kind of following, you these attacks will come at you. And it will be by the same douchebag who's like, you can just get a bowl and some water. Like that guy, right? Or gal. I don't know if it's a guy or a gal. Probably a guy, though. Um a woman probably would have said it much nicer. She probably would have been like, well, it's it's so much more fun and, and connected and enlightening to make your own bread with your hands and the dough. And it just feels so wonderful and really brings you in light, in alignment with the light. Uh, so, yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's what would have happened. That's what I like to think. Um, and then I would have been like, oh, maybe I should make my own bread. Maybe I should make my own bread like that. Instead of I was like, fuck you, guy. I'm going to go buy another bread maker just to spite you. So I have a backup on on deck bread maker ready to go. You and your fucking bowl. All right. So I feel like cursing today. I'm not a lot of cursing today, but, you know, it's the, I list all of my podcasts as explicit uh, again as another gatekeeper mechanism, because if you can't handle a curse word, you can't handle real life, my friend. Um, all right. So. So, oh, that's delicious. It hits the lips. A little coffee. Now. So you're going there. A case is going to be made against you. Right. And I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two methods for dealing with that. Right. And one of them is my preferred method. And that usually works for about 95 percent of the time. But if somebody really gets my goat and really gets my craw, then the second method is the method that I use to, to let go, because you don't want to give people. You don't want to get like the equivalent of Trump derangement syndrome, but for somebody else, right? So someone that's wronged you or some person you don't even know who they are uh, that's just online, you know, like squiddy5000, you know, at gmail.com, right? Squid5000 at gmail.com. You're like, that damn squid5000. You know, it might be a 12-year-old from Minnesota. You don't know. Whatever. So the first method is you're like, you just you just realize that there are three mechanisms that that, that person is going to get taken care of. You are never going to get satisfaction that you want from that person. It's just not the, the satisfied, the personal to person to person satisfaction. You are not going to get, they are not going to, you're not going to say the right thing, the right thing in public to shame them. And then they're going to back down and blah, 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 blah. Not going to happen. Same thing with a mob, not going to happen. So what you do is, is that you just think about it on three levels that they are certainly going to be taken care of for you. And there's nothing that you have to worry about. Level number one is the marketplace. The marketplace will take care of them. They will be they will be either forced into a market of wokeism, which is like the worst place ever to buy products. Number one. Number two is that, um, you know, God sorts them all out. So it, whatever your belief in the metaphysical, I believe in the metaphysical. I believe in God. I'm a Christian. Uh, God's going to sort all that out. I don't have to worry about that. Uh, and so, you know, maybe that person you know, decides that they want to change their life and become a different person. And I truly believe that there is no Paul without Saul. Like there's no Paul without Saul. So maybe the mechanism for them spewing hate on me puts them forward in their spiritual life. And they realize at some point, man, I've been a bad person spewing a lot of hate. Maybe I should try to be a better person. And I'm part of that process by absorbing the hate. Right. So let God sort them out. Who cares? And then the third thing, though, is that they will take care of themselves. We can run from everyone but ourselves. And so in the darkest of dark nights, when you're sitting there in the middle of the night and you're looking at your children um, as they sleep or you're you're lying awake in bed with your wife or your husband and you're you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, you know, what what am I doing with my life? Why do I feel the way that I feel? That is as a result of your of your hate and you're attacking others and they will take care of themselves. Right. So between those three, between those three vectors, that person is going to get handled. So you don't really need to worry about it. Okay. And the fact is that since like 
Every, you haven't really put any message out there if you haven't been called a racist, a misogynist, a homophobe, an Islamophobe, an anti-Semite. My favorite is when people get could, could get called an anti-Semite. I've never been called an anti-Semite. I'm sure someone, you know, someone will call me that for some reason someday. I'll, I'll say something negative about something Israel does or say something negative about, I don't know, like I don't like bagels and all of a sudden I'm an anti-Semite. Whatever. Somebody will say it. Um, and then, um, so I'll go back to my, my law school roommate, Josh, who was Jewish and we, he taught me about Judaism and, 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 you know, ask him what he thinks. And, and then he'll probably say, yeah, Wade, you're kind of an asshole. I was like, all right, fine. So, um, of course that's a joke. So anyways, uh, so, you know, it, you have, you, you're not putting anything, you're not taking any stand if, if no one's calling you those things, because that is the, the currency of the land today. That is how people, that is how people decide to try to get power and attack you. So it's like, it's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. Prepare for it. And don't worry about it is, is stay true to your message. Um, you know, keep it legal, moral, and ethical. You know, if you're a Christian, you know, like, you know, if you're a Christian, maybe the golden rule is a good thing to try to go by. And, and that will pretty much keep you out of, you know, keep you in, in good shape. And just don't worry about it because they're, you know, haters are going to hate. If you can't not worry about it, right. And just in you, you know, the three vectors that I just gave you for people to get taken care of, to get taken care of, that doesn't let it release you in your mind. You still keep ruminating on it. Then what you do is, you make the case against that person about what you would say to them if you ever see them face to face and you prepare the best argument you can and you just settle it that you're like, all right, if I ever see this person again, then this is what I'm going to say to them. Right. And think it through. Like if the person is a six ten, you know, NFL linebacker, make sure you say it politely. But if it's like, you know, whatever, just, just whatever you're going to say. Say it and be prepared for the and and settle the consequences. Be prepared for the consequences. Right. The bet if, if the best thing to do is just not is to do the first three vectors and not let the person in your kitchen at all. But if you have to hold a little space for them, make it the smallest space possible. And the way that you in your brain, the way you do that is you say to yourself, self, I can't let this go right now. I need more time, so I'm just going to put a little pin in it. I'm going to put a little placeholder in there, and this is what I'm going to do. If I ever see this person in person, I'm going to say X to them. And then it will be handled, but it must be in person, cannot be online because you don't want to get, you know, a flame more online and that just perpetuates the problem. You just ignore everything online. But if I ever see this person in person, I will say this to them. And then you put a pin in it. And then it, then you, then every time you think about it, you're like, nope, I got this settled. I got to go on to my next thing because you don't have, you know, if the winning, if the difference between winning and losing is a micron, you don't have time to have a lot of, a lot of brain power put upon people that um, probably have already stopped thinking about you. All right. So. And I'm going to give you one for free. There's a person that I have in my head uh, that I have, I've like, I, I that I, I feel like I was wronged by professionally. And it's simply this is, is what I have in my head is this is, is that if I was to ever see them again, personally, like randomly, I would say something to the effect of, or actually exactly what I would say is, is I will always know what you were doing for the rest of your life and know that you are unhappy about it. Boom. If my mic wasn't on a tripod, I would drop it right now. And that may mean nothing to you. But I know that if I was to say that to this person, that that would have a gigantic impact on that person because they are generally very unhappy with where they are. And that is one of the factors, not all the factors of what went down professionally between us um, went down. 
And so I don't think about it anymore. I've made the case. That person's made the case against me. I've made the case against them. It needs more time to let it go. I can't let it go. So I put a pin in there and stick it in there and I don't worry about it. I move forward because my family, my children, my wife, my blind dog, Lily, need me operating at the highest capacity that I can because the merry-go-round is about to stop. There are looting. There's looting of grocery stores in Peru right now in the Western Hemisphere and food riots. So... We got to make sure all of our stuff is squared away, and then we got to make sure that we're prepared for a little, a little bumpiness as the merry-go-round stops, and it's stopping for everybody. Uh, one of the reasons why I I talk about building the classic American business is because it is a hedge against the coming chaos, and uh, you actually step off the merry-go-round and make your own place. You make the classic American business on the hill. And the first step of doing that is making your platform. And so when I talk about things like this, it's to help you not be afraid. And it's to help you when these things happen is to have a mechanism so that you don't go in the tank emotionally and you can keep plowing forward. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go get one. You're going to need one from time to time. But for right now, what I want you to do is take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade and write down this. Can I make the case? And just remember. There is no end if you stay in the path of understanding. All right, creator. I know you want to escape the current understory that you are trapped in. I get it. I've been there. But in order to do that, you're going to have to have a creative clearing, a place to stand in confidence and clarity. I'm not going to promise you some magical course, coach, or codex, but I cannot help you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. You can do that by subscribing to my daily email list at understory.news. Raise your hand and say, let's get out of here together. The podcast contains the philosophy and the five public principles, but the daily emails have the insights, innovations, and shadow principles of building the classic American business that I only discuss with my subscribers. Raise your hand and let's light the lantern together. The path of understanding never ends, but that does not mean you cannot get to where you want to go. Subscribe to my daily email list at understory.news. Go light the lantern.